Welcome to the Orange Pill Addicts Podcast. We are the KC Bitcoin guys coming to you from the Kansas City Citadel. I am Turbo here with Don, and in this episode, we talk to Steph, a co-founder of Peach, which is a peer-to-peer way to buy Bitcoin. So before we get into this episode, we do have our sponsor, Voltage. Voltage is the industry standard leader for Lightning Infrastructure, offering nodes, liquidity, and more. Your scaling toolkit for building on Bitcoin. Join the waitlist for their new product, Surge, which will give insights, analysis, and debug your node faster than ever before. Join the waitlist at voltage.cloud forward slash Surge. Make sure to be visiting us at orangepilladdicts.com for the latest podcasts. Eventually, there will be a new blog on there, I swear, but let me get through this next month. And make sure you're listening on Fountain or any other podcasting 2.0 app to send sats while you listen uh, or send a boost with any of your thoughts. We've got one boost from this last week. We've got Trent, who is actually listening to OPA 35, the Seth for Privacy episode. He said, fantastic pod to send to the the privacy normies, which is true. That's a good starting spot if... You want to kind of go down the privacy rabbit hole and you don't know where to begin. Any thoughts, Don? Um, nope. Thanks, Trent. That's all I got. My, my question is, why is he just not listening to the 35th episode? <laughs> yeah, that is fair. <laughs> Maybe he's re-listening. That, that'd be the uh, more likely scenario. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, okay. I think that's all we have. And here is our conversation with Steph. Well, Steph, welcome to the Orange Pill Addicts podcast. Thank you so much. Muchas gracias for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So for anyone unaware of who you are, could you introduce yourself? Um, I'm uh, I'm proof of Steph on Twitter, <laughs> basically. Um, I think that's, that's how uh, some of the plebs know me. Uh, yeah, proof of Steph on Twitter. And, uh, and I founded Pitch Bitcoin with uh, Cappuccino and Bitcoin Labrador in 2022. And so what, what did you originally do before you got into the Bitcoin space? Um, before joining Bitcoin, well, I had, uh, I had fiat jobs and, um, I, I worked for multinational companies a lot, mainly. Um, I was like a product manager, marketing manager, um, in those multinational companies. And, uh, and then at some point, one day I, uh, actually got, hired by a crypto marketing agency in New York City. And then that's how I, I got into, into Bitcoin. So how did you, was, did you know about Bitcoin before that experience or what was it that actually helped you start to learn about it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I started to, in 2017, I started to, to, to hear about like crypto and everything. And, uh, and so I was in, in New York city. So I went to a lot of, uh, tech meetup, crypto meetup and stuff like that. Uh, because in Switzerland, we don't have that many, you know, meetups about everything. And it's true that in New York city, every, like every, every single night you can find a meetup of your interest basically. And, um, 
And yeah, and so I went to those uh, crypto meetups and stuff, and one thing led to another. Uh, someone uh, proposed me to, to to manage the kind of crypto marketing agency, and I was like, yeah, sure, let's 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 jump into it, let's do it. And um, and so for this job, I, I I started to go to a lot of, of conferences, mainly in Asia. And um, and well, I didn't really click with crypto, so I uh, I basically uh, deep uh, deep dived in in Bitcoin, and I met like Bitcoiners and stuff. And and well, I I then became a, what we call a Bitcoin maximalist. <laughs> For sure. What was it about Bitcoin specifically that was the kind of the big eye opening um, aspect for you? The why, uh, the why, why is Bitcoin created? Um, Bitcoin is uh, created to create, to has been created to uh, to to give to the world a new form of money. So this why clicked to me um, because the the issue I had with um, with crypto is that I didn't understand the why, and obviously I'm not. I mean I'm not a dev, so I'm not excited about the code by itself. Um, what I noticed by, by a lot of crypto people uh, that I met is that, oh, yeah, but this code can do this, can do that. And I'm like, sure, it's, 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 I mean, I guess it's, it's exciting, but, but if you want, I see the code as a, as a tool to, to, a means to an end, you know? If I don't understand the end, then the tool is nice, but uh, it doesn't serve something. Um, so Bitcoin, yeah, I mean the, the 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 value proposition of 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 bringing sound and hard money to the world is uh, is uh, I mean is mind blowing basically and 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 uh, yeah I feel like uh, I feel like being part of like the Bitcoin community and and working on Bitcoin is is basically almost doing like a humanity work you know <laughs> almost absolutely was so. It was more the economic side of Bitcoin that got you interested in it. Did you have any sort of economic background? Did you see the need for an end to fiat money with gold or anything like that? Or was it really Bitcoin that opened your eyes to to that side mm -hmm. of things? Yeah, so no, I wasn't a gold person at all. Um, I just... I just knew, I guess, that something was wrong uh, with the system we were in. I think I knew it since maybe forever, you know, deep down. But I didn't really identify it. I didn't. Um, I didn't have a frame, and Bitcoin brought me this frame, this framing. You know, it helped me channel everything into 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 one very clear frame and and it's basically the meme fix the money fix the world right and and once i understood right fix the money fix the world indeed it, it, if you fix first the base layer the foundation on 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 on, on the tool that that serves for human interaction that indeed it's gonna solve so much things after that so this is connecting this type of of dots together that actually made me click very cool. Don, did you have anything so far? Uh, yeah, I think I, I mean, I, uh, I kind of can sympathize with your, your story of not really having like a background in economics specifically or like technology, but you hit on something that I think applies to a lot of people that once they really, once they finally find Bitcoin, it's like they kind of knew something was off in the world, but they couldn't really put their finger on it. And then, you know, once they started learning more and more about 
Bitcoin, it's like, oh, now, you know, it's all coming together. Um, and that's what's really exciting to me, like right now, like in 2023, like all the crazy things we see going on in the world. Um, it's just really cool that, you know, a lot of the people who kind of have that same feeling we all did before we found Bitcoin are eventually going to end up as Bitcoiners as well. So, yeah, I think that's something a lot of people, um, you know, outside of our ecosystem don't really take into account. It's like, you don't have to be technical. You don't have to be like a libertarian. You don't have to be a, a hard money, um, you know, zealot to, to, to be a Bitcoiner. So I think that's pretty cool. Exactly. So what was the next step? You started working in the space, learning about it. How did you get from there to starting Peach? Um, uh, well, uh, okay. Well, um, so basically, <laughs> so I was working uh, at the early beginning. I was working like in this, uh, you know, with a few of those like crypto people and 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 once i understood that i didn't understand um and i had enough i stopped so basically i came back to some chat jobs and the issue was that well i kept thinking about bitcoin you know i i spent so much of my time and and, and energy thinking about bitcoin that i obviously wanted to to well to participate into it somehow you know to to bring my I don't know, to, to, to do something as well. Um, and, well, I could have joined a project, um, but, well, all of a sudden I had this this idea about pitch and, uh, and I think it was kind of a dream of myself as well or a challenge for myself as well, I think, to, 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 start, to start my own company. And, 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 and the thing is that, well, I actually then met my co-founders and 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 uh, and then everything came together because I couldn't have done it, you know, by myself. So I was like, okay, I feel like building pitch is basically the next um, right difficulty adjustment for me in my life because I was also feeling highly under challenged, especially in my in my past life in in my fiat jobs. I was. Um, yeah, I was bored, you know, I wasn't um, using my my brain at its maximum capacity or something like that, neither my imagination at my maximum capacity. And so I really felt like, you know, um, yeah, improving the difficulty adjustment, basically, and, uh, and pitch was, uh, was perfect. So... So yeah, I found my co-founders and uh, and uh, and then I mean we we ended up meeting in real life after after six months of uh, of of brainstorming on on pitch, and uh, we met in real life. It it clicked. We were like, okay, let's fucking go. Let's let's give it a try. That's awesome. Did you have any experience starting anything like this before? Oh no, not 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 like this. <laughs> Definitely not like this. <laughs> Just went all in though when you finally did. Yes, that's the only way to do it. How uh, yes. so for people that aren't familiar with Peach, um, can you just give us like a high level overview of what it is? Yes, absolutely. It's uh, basically the easiest. Well, it's the easiest, fastest peer to peer Bitcoin marketplace on the mobile application. Ooh, so, what separates Peach from some of the other? Um, ways that someone could buy Bitcoin? Okay. Um, well, 
to buy Bitcoin currently, there are, well, with, with exchanges, right? There are two ways. Either you go to um, a very f- centralized exchange with, uh, well, verification exchange, I will call them. So exchange who ask, that ask you for your uh, passport and, uh, and uh, well, ID, etc., to to buy Bitcoin. And then there are peer-to-peer exchanges. Um, in uh, in the peer-to-peer exchanges category, there are actually not a lot of actors. Uh, so there are uh, BISC and RoboSats, which are actually not companies. Uh, they are open source projects. Uh, so basically, they're just code. Um, so completely decentralized. Uh, so, I mean, we play in the same category without really playing in the same category because of the fact that they are not a company and Pitch is a company. So the direct competitor of Pitch at the moment would be uh, would be Holo Holo because local Bitcoin and Paxful, they actually closed down uh, not so long ago. So the number of actors in the in the market is extremely reduced. And that's also one of the reasons I... I, I I chose to start pitch because, I mean, the first the first thing that people need to get exposition uh, to get exposure to Bitcoin is an on ramp, right? It's like okay, well, where do the where the fuck do I acquire Bitcoin? Where the fuck do I buy Bitcoin? You know, so that's that's literally the first product that people will actually experience, even before then, you know, even before like all those are things that come after like lightning like coinjoin like all the fancy tech stuff that comes after it well first you need to acquire bitcoin and so yeah as i said there's not a lot of option and then you have the verification um, um, uh, centralized um, verification exchanges but I mean, we don't, we, ideally, we want to avoid that, you know, ideally, if we can buy Bitcoin without giving away our, our identity and keeping our privacy, it's even better. So, so here we go. I think that pitch fixes this and yeah, I hope it will, it will, yeah, I hope it will. Well, obviously the, 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 the issue is that, I mean, um, well, pitch is, is a company, right? So, so, so we, we are under Swiss regulation. So, so. So obviously, the main risk of pitch is that we are tied to the Swiss regulation. Um, so yeah, so the future will tell. But 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 I, I well, let's see. Basically, the future will tell. But we 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 you know that's 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 the main um, that's the main uh, uh, let's say risk. But we already we, we are very much aware of that, and uh, and I think in the pipeline we will. Down the line, we will think about building pitch on on some decentralized um, platform like like Noster, for example. Could you go into some of the regulational challenges you've had uh, running pitch in Europe? So it's uh, so yeah, it's in Europe, but not European Union because Switzerland is not part of of European Union. Um, in regulatory challenge, well, uh, it's long. Basically, the fiat system is really long. That's that's the main thing. Uh, I, I think I, uh, yeah, I, I got the I got the right lawyer, so so that's that that's pretty good. Uh, so now we received the we are officially affiliated by uh, by the FINMA, the Swiss uh, the Swiss regulators. 
Um, so at the end of the day, it's it's everything is all right for pitch, but it it was quite long. Like I think they, they took like seven months to 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 confirm our 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 compliance file. So yeah, yeah, it seems like a lot of like. Um... A lot of Bitcoin companies are choosing Switzerland for their domicile. Are there like more friendly um, regulations that make that like the preferred place for Bitcoin companies to be? Yeah, I think it's much more friendly than uh, European Union. Um, the laws are a little bit more flexible, even though well, they still have a limit of you know we still have a limit of, of one thousand per day KYC free. So okay. yes, obviously we can say that. I mean, stacking or selling 1,000 Swiss francs per day is already good, you know, for the average pleb. Like, not everyone can stack 1,000 per day. But still, it's still a limit, you know. That's, you know, by principle, the limit shouldn't exist. But, well, it exists. So, basically, um, the idea is to... The idea is just to navigate, you know, throughout the the fiat regulation and, and allow people to opt out. Um, that I think that's what we we want to achieve because because we we still live in a fiat system, you know. Like yeah, we stick. So 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 we have to we have to to comply one way or another, kinda. You know, if we don't want to end up in jail, I'm not gonna be the one who is gonna run an unregulated exchange. I I I I completely like you know when some people say yeah, but you should do that. You should do, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, but man, I strongly encourage everyone to run an exchange. I do not want to end up in jail. So my goal right now is to find the loopholes, you know? So I think we, we with Pitch, we managed to find quite a few interesting loopholes to allow, uh, you know, KYC free stacking. We don't, like the user can create an account into Pitch without giving any information, not even an email, not even a phone number, not even like anything. So again, I think the, what we're trying to do is, is is navigating throughout the chat loopholes. Yeah, very cool. I'd love to hear a little bit more about like your journey for, for like building Peach, right? So I think, are you in your alpha release right now or are you fully live? I kind of uh, lost track, but if you could just tell us a little <laughs> bit about, about the journey, that'd be cool. So we are in open beta at the moment. Okay. Um, we started... Um, so we started working on it as a project in uh, in, in uh, summer 2021. We met in January 2022. We created the company in February 2022. We launched the closed beta in Riga in September 2022. And six months after, so March this year, 2023, we launched the open beta. Um, so we are with Pitch 0.2 open beta available in um, on Android and on iPhone. Uh, next step, obviously, will be to 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 launch 1.0, but we have a lot of uh, product development to do before we get there. Um, basically, a 1.0 would be is going to be the the like we're going to have like full trading functionalities. Like we really aim to be the easiest and fastest peer to peer trading in the market. And to have a self-custodial uh, wallet functionality built in, we already have it, but it doesn't have the the full wallet functionality. Um, so I don't know if I'm fully answering your question. Maybe you want to ask it. Uh, yeah. No, that no, that's good. What's kind of like? Uh, I guess maybe what's what's been like some of the biggest challenges so far of getting from you know nothing to to where you are now. 
it's definitely been a huge roller coaster. Um, I think the main challenge, um, well, the main challenge from where I stand, uh, I think was putting the team together and keeping the team together over time. Because it's already been two years that we are together and I'm still working with the same people. You know, at least the core team is still the same, uh, like Chino and Bitcoin Labrador. So, and but over time, we let go of some people. We, you know, we had some internal fights. We we learned about each other. Um, so learning resilience, learning um, perseverance, uh, learning humility, learning to manage our own ego. Uh, yeah, I mean, going through all those up and downs as I think has been the, the, the main challenge for me. But but. Uh, but but today today the team is extremely strong. It's extremely strong because we've been through this roller coaster together. So I think we've done our proof of work kinda as a team, you know, and um, and and there is a very strong trust. Um, the, the thing with speech is that we are building a product, but I think that we are building relationship as well because at the end of the day the product is us, you know. So it's a two layers type of building. It's like the product and the relationships. Uh, kind of on that same front in building a company and getting to where you are now, what are some lessons you wish you would have known whenever you first started it? That's a good question. Uh, the lessons I would have known, I wish I would have known. Um, I, the thing is that I'm I'm the kind of person since and since forever since I'm a little girl who learned by 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 failing by my, I need I need to experience things myself you know to learn I need to fall down myself to learn um, now I'm may, maybe I'm getting a bit better now at 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 at, at saying okay he fell down because of this so maybe I shouldn't do that as well because I'm gonna fall down you know so maybe I'm getting a bit better at that but most of the time I need to I need to experience it myself but I've been I I mean in two years I've been growing like so much personally like so damn much it's it's incredible because just simply because now I feel like like my incentive well my incentive is for pitch to survive so if sometimes it means that that I have to 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 reconsider my own ego or my own decision or or, or whatever I'm doing, then I will do it because it's either either I reconsider myself or pitch dies. Well, I'm not gonna let pitch die. I'm not you know it's not gonna happen. So if I have to reconsider my own um, uh, thought process, then I will. Very cool. So what what then would you say is next for Peach? The moon. <laughs> uh, well, kind of the moon. Well, the, the next step. Okay, next step. Concrete next step. Uh, <laughs> concrete next, next step. We are um, we're starting the seed round. That's the concrete next step. Uh, we're starting the seed round. And with the seed round, uh, I want to consolidate the team a little bit because we're five right now doing everything um we're gonna stay lean for sure like i don't think we're ever gonna become a 
big team where you know we don't we don't even know at the end of the day who is doing what like I think this is big fiat and I hate that so that's not going to happen but still we need to consolidate the team with with um with some talents in in engineering and 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 uh, growth hacking uh and we want to invest strong in in uh, in marketing as well uh because building a cool product is cool but building a cool product that people are actually using is actually cooler and uh and at some point you know we need to 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 spend a little bit to see to see the return so that's the concrete next step uh raise and scale and 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 build the 1.0 now Peach is just in Europe right now. Is that what you said? Peach is just in Europe. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, I think we're going to make it available to Latin America quite soon. Because it's peer-to-peer. The beauty about peer-to-peer is that it's super flexible. Uh, it's not like I need... Well, Peach doesn't have a bank account at all, right? So to basically launch in uh, in another country, the only thing we need is... is three line of code with adding new currencies and adding new payment methods. That's it. You know? Then what would the holdup be in coming to somewhere like the United States? Is it regulation? Oh, United States? I, I'm never. Forget about United States. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. I'm no. Voila. No. <laughs> like never say never, obviously, but but no. Is that because no US. Of, is that because of the regulation? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, that's basically uh, the rule is avoid the US and avoid the red flag countries. Uh, like, right. Uh, yeah, there are a few. You know, in, yeah, if you go to the AML website, whatever, you you know, they they have a list of of flagged red flag countries, and that's the rule. Avoid those countries, and and, yeah. and you'll be good. You mentioned um, Peach not having a bank account. I know you, you're you one of the few Bitcoin companies that actually operates on a Bitcoin standard. Yeah. What have been like some you know pros and cons about operating that way that you've experienced so far over the last couple of years of doing that? Uh, only pros. Only me. pros? Only, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only pros because, um, well, first, I don't, you know, the, the, the I think that most of the regulation issues comes from the banks. Uh, as soon as you have a bank uh, interface, then this is where you, you start to have, uh, to have a lot of issues. Uh, so that's the main reason why I didn't want to have a bank account. And also, even also out of, you know, uh, laziness for the fiat administration, uh, yeah, I basically didn't want to do that. And, and, and then, well, um, all pitch... Um, Contributors, uh, employees are paid in in, uh, in Bitcoin, and uh, and the beauty is that then they use Pitch to sell some Bitcoin, you know, to get some fiat and pay their 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 bills. So, um, so yeah, no, it's been only only pros. That's awesome. Yeah, I think you um you kind of were a little bit ahead of your time there, just you know, based on the recent banking stuff here in the U.S. We've seen anyway that was uh, that was pretty pretty prescient. So that that's cool to hear. Have you had any problems with just like the general volatility of, of the Bitcoin dollar price, or does no. that not really affect you at all? Okay. No, it didn't because uh, I when we raised the pre-seed last year, um, we raised at a quite good Bitcoin price. I think at the time the Bitcoin price was twenty five thousand something like that ish. So no, it didn't affect us. 
Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I wish more Bitcoin companies would kind of, you know, practice what they preach. Um, there's only a handful, I think, that really do that. So kudos to you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And so kind of going back a little bit, I'm curious what your thoughts are on different countries or even continents as we see the growth of Bitcoin. Because United States is obviously a beast of its own. But as you guys expand to Latin America, um, also kind of what we're seeing in Africa with Bitcoin and how we have this very organic growth. Curious just on your thoughts of that and maybe what you expect to see in some of these countries uh, over the next five to 10 years. Ooh, five to 10 years. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, first in, in, Okay, first, Europe is a relatively small market compared to, it's true, compared to the US, compared to Africa, compared to Latin America, but I think that the, the room for growth is enormous. Um, I think that the next wave of Bitcoiners during the next bull cycle in Europe is going to be big because Europe is going to shit at the moment. And, and I can see it, people in Europe really need Bitcoin. Um, and they are, you know, and, 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 and the thing, I mean, the difference with uh, maybe the African market is that Europeans have actually some savings to protect. Uh, so, so I think, I, I, I think the market in, in Europe is, is going to grow. Um, yeah, that's, that's one thing. Then, um, Latin America, uh, I mean, I have, I have, I have a personal like, um, uh, how can I say that? Um, uh, feeling for Latin America, Central America. I've, I mean, I spent my the past three, uh, three years. I went to 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 Latin America every winter. So uh, maybe because I I kind of know a little bit the Latin America market a bit more than the African market. That's why I, I I feel like launching in Latin America before Africa. And also in Africa, Paxful was covering Africa quite well up until recently. So that's why I was like, okay, you know, Paxful is is there. They're doing amazing jobs. So. Um, I guess there is no urge for for pitch to to go there. Now we we might reconsider it in in the next two years or so. But uh, I don't know the African market at all as well. That's one thing. So we might um, want to you know I don't know hire some some people who know the market uh, because there are some specificities you know when you launch in the market. Uh, maybe the amount of frauds can be bigger in Africa. That's my hunch. I don't know. So. Yeah, but one thing at a time. One one thing. I'm also I'm also someone who also like to solve issues or, or help um, help people or help uh, you know my my own neighborhood, if I might say, uh, before helping. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the expression, like help uh, help yourself. I mean, help your own community first, and and sometimes you want to 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 save the world, but you're not even uh, saving your own neighborhood. You know. So that's type of thing. That's kind of thing. And and when I see, for example, France, who is literally going to shit at the moment, I'm like, wow, we really need to to orange peel the French. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. Well. So. Yeah. Voilà. France is getting a little weird right now, isn't it? <laughs> Yes. Yes. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good over there. <laughs> you know many Bitcoiners in France? So, interestingly enough, I think, uh, uh, I've, well, I, 
my I first started to know more international Bitcoiners, like even US Bitcoiners, because I started, uh, as I told you, like more in, in US and then in Asia. And I didn't know French Bitcoiners before maybe a year or so. And now I'm starting to get to know the community and they have actually really, really knowledgeable Bitcoiners. Um, so I'm happy to 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 meet them. Have you been able to talk to them at all about what's going on over there and some of their thoughts? Um, with a few of them, and I'm actually heading to to a French conference called um, the the Bitcoin Economic Forum in a month. So <laughs> I'm gonna, so I look forward to to talking with uh, with those guys. Very cool. Well, last question I have before we wrap this up a little bit. But what is it like being a Bitcoiner in Europe? Do you is there a pretty big meetup scene there, and do you go to any of those? Um, there are quite a few Bitcoin meetup, yes, local Bitcoin meetup, yes, and they're no, and they're really cool. Uh, it's small and cozy, uh, but Bitcoiners over there are, are, are really cool. Uh, well, I feel like Bitcoiners all over the world, to be honest, are really cool. Every time I go to a to a Bitcoin meetup or conference, wherever it 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 was, like in in the US, in Asia, in Europe, in Central America, it was always the same. Very good feeling. Very cool. Well. As we wrap up, we always have the same three questions every time. Uh, first of all, when are you coming through Kansas City, Missouri, all the way from Switzerland? I, I hope one day. I hope one day. But uh, did your country drop the the vax mandate yet for foreigners? Because last thing I heard, they didn't. So, <laughs> voilà. Yeah. I want to say it's supposed to be ending soon. The, the COVID emergency is officially over they've declared yeah just within the last week or two which is insane but (laughs) just two weeks just two weeks yeah yeah are you um so i guess you're probably not planning on being in miami then right no okay no well maybe next year yeah maybe (laughs) uh second question don and i here like to collect domain names do you have any good or funny ones that you've bought yes I bought some. <laughs> I bought some uh, some uh, some cool domain name linked to pitch, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you share? Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we bought pitchetherium.com. What is it? <laughs> pitchetherium.com. Okay. I mean. Uh, I mean, it was basically we bought this this to make a um, April first. Uh, yeah, joke. A, tr- a troll. That's what I was <laughs> going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> but we forgot about it. <laughs> we completely forgot about it. Um, yeah, so that's that's one funny thing. Funny. That's a good one. Well, our third question is: um, Are there any good resources you would recommend to people that have made you who you've become? Could be. Bitcoin related doesn't have to be, uh, but just any podcast, books, anything like that, that you would suggest? Um, so for me, in terms of books, the book that I think that fits really, really well together with uh, with Bitcoin to understand the framing, because uh, as I said at the beginning, for me, it's uh, it's it's really about understanding the the framing was obviously I'm not going to be too original with that one, but but was Atlas Shrugged. So Atlas Atlas Shrugged from Ayn Rand for me really 
put everything together in my mind. I really connected the dots. It really like just explained things with words so well. Uh, I was actually quite, uh, yeah, it was quite mind blowing for me. So 100% Atlas Shrugged. Uh, yeah, 100%, 100%. And then in terms of podcasts, well, all the all the Bitcoiners podcasts are really cool. I don't think there is one that I prefer over another. That's great. Well, I think that's all we have. Would you be able to let everybody know the best way to find you? Uh, well, download the app, pitchbitcoin.com, <laughs> first of all. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're on Twitter as well, on uh, Pitch, uh, Pitch Bitcoin. Perfect. Well, I think that's it. Uh, really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks a lot, much. Steph. Thanks to you for the invite. Really cool. Fun. As always, thanks for listening to that conversation. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, before we call it an episode, we will have our upcoming KC Bitcoin events. Don, what do we have? All right. So our next social event is Tuesday, April 18th. Uh, this will be at Chicken and Pickle in North Kansas City. Uh, it's finally spring. The weather's been beautiful here recently. Uh, it'll be a good night to, to hang out outside, have a couple drinks, and talk about Bitcoin. Uh, following that, we have a couple Casey Bitcoiner coffee events, which are Friday, April 28th, and Friday, May 12th. Both of those will be at 7.30 at uh, Thalmaist. That's what we have for the coming month. Boom. Okay. Well, that is all we have. And until next time, have a very Bitcoin day.